Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament and we argue... Wait... How do I do introduce that? I'm too busy talking about thinking about Jim Carrey, dude. I don't even remember what we do on the show besides Jim Carrey stuff, Nick. Maybe we've never done anything but Jim Carrey stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Whenever we, we whenever you see one set of footprints, it was Jim carrying us the whole way. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, we usually put them into a Sweet 16 style tournament and argue each round till we decide a winner. Oh, yeah. And then what criteria do we use once we get that tournament established? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. Hell yeah. And uh, you've kinda, you kind of let the cat out of the bag. Here we are talking about Jim Carrey once again. Shout out to Teresa for this season. I just didn't realize how, how effective, <laughs> threatening, and then following up on those threats worked for our fans. If, if had I had known this... Do you know how many grosser seasons we would have had? Oh, I mean, if that's all it, it was, if that's all it took to get you all to submit brackets, because Teresa's not the only one, folks. We got brackets on brackets on brackets. We're just coming off a fan submitted bracket. We got another fan one. Well, after this, we got another fan one. It's just going to keep going. I, yeah. I would have known. Maybe we would have started. You- <laughs> should we have started? If we would have started but this whole season podcast. Two, season two should have been just best place to shit your pants. Also, Teresa, thank you for that bracket idea. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Now you've kind of forced our hand on that, Teresa. So if y'all don't keep sending them in, we will. All, you also have Teresa to thank for when we do best place to shit your pants. But we aren't there now. We're here in the no. Jim Carrey verse talking about Group B, where we have the four seed Bruce Almighty going up against the 13 seed The Grinch. Then we have the five seed Liar Liar going up against the 12 seed Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind Cody. Where you want to start? Bruce Almighty's just a meme movie, right? Like the world, did we collectively decide as a society that we don't like this movie? Because I, I see Wait, what? People, am I thinking? I love this movie. What are you talking about? I thought we collectively decided as an internet culture that Bruce Almighty wasn't good. Why? What? What? what no. What part of you makes you make, think that? What I part just, of like where on the internet? Like, is there a meme that you think that we've like? Yeah. What I are just, you talking about? I just feel like I've seen a lot of memes about this movie. Am I making that up? I like the movie. I don't mind the movie. As a reminder, just to make sure we're on the same page, this is the one where Jim Carrey gets to become God. Yeah, Morgan Freeman gives him the like power. He's like, you do it. And then yeah. he makes Jennifer Aniston's boobs big. And then he fucks up the tides by moving the moon, right? Yep. All of those things happen. Yep. It's you have Steve, he makes Steve Carell, you know, he he wants to become on-air personality for this news sta- new, uh, newscaster or something. I think he might be a weatherman, but he like wants to m- move over and be more of a main dude or something. I'm that corporate ladder. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, you know, he messes with Steve Carell. You know, it's one of our first times really getting Steve Carell in a movie being funny. I have no idea where this like weird energy about Bruce Almighty being bad is coming from i thought that was what the internet decided i didn't decide this i thought the good people over at reddit decided that this movie sucks it might be i i don't hang out as much in the in the reddit bars as as other people do so i you know that's a club that i'm not in as much i'm i'm over here you know in in different organizations where we are all generally like yeah Bruce somebody's a fine film it's in the classic cash out phase of an actor's career you know now you're doing these bigger these bigger yeah, productions. And this is de- he's in the indie film phase right now, right? I would. I, well, he did do Sonic, so which we will talk about. Jim's just at the point now. I think he's just living. He's I think he's he's just kind of vibing. Like he, he followed the trajectory and now he's on the other side of it where you just get to vibe out and do Hell what yeah. do what feels right to you. 
But Bruce Almighty is definitely very, like, I'm making big money to do this. And at the end of the day, I think a fine film. I think it's very good. I think it's very funny. I think the problem, the real problem it has is that it's going up against The Grinch and that movie rips. And also, you have to watch it every year. This is a movie that you have to watch every year that you don't get a choice. I, uh, what I'll say about The Grinch especially knowing that it we already had a Grinch movie right yeah the animated one which was good and I and and I thought we were all fine with it I felt like the world was like we're all good on Grinch movies great thumbs up and then Jim Carrey's like well what if I played the Grinch and we're like I mean I wouldn't hate it and then it 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 is you're I mean I'm with you 100% it took over like that's yeah that's the move I'm just gonna say for the record okay I never was sitting in middle school and the teacher was probably hung over and I didn't realize it and watched Bruce Almighty. But I definitely watched The Grinch in middle school. Okay, that's, I mean, wild. I don't know. Because once again, (laughs) The Grinch, you can at least like do around Christmas, right? Yeah, that's what you I don't understand what situation, what class would would it have made sense? Because it's like we take religion at public (laughs) school, you know? Well, that would have given up the ghost, right? If a teacher puts on a movie that they just want to watch. Dude, that happened one time. I was in eighth grade. I remember Mr. Knutson's class, and he must have been hella hungover. We just watched for two days because it's long enough that he had split it over periods. We just watched My Neighbor Totoro. And I don't know why. I do not know why we watched it. There's no rhyme or reason. Hey, I loved it. I love that movie. Great time. That's So, Mr. If if, if, I just want to make sure I'm thinking of the right guy. That was the that was the science teacher, right? Social studies. Social studies. No, I'm thinking. Yeah, then I'm definitely thinking of another dude because that would have been wild. Because there was a teacher. I thought his name was Mr. Knutson, but I could definitely. I'm maybe I'm definitely thinking about someone else. I pissed that. It's funny that you were like, oh, he just wanted to watch this, and it was like a very sweet thing because that's obviously a very fun movie. I pissed that dude off so bad he stood on my desk and yelled at me from. On top of my <laughs> desk. It was fucking wild. I can't remember. I deserved it. Because I think if I'm remembering it correctly, and I could be wrong, he had, uh, this teacher had unfortunately gotten like West Nile at the time. Like it was like, at it's like peak in South Dakota. I remember this was like months later, but I did make a joke about getting West Nile and he did not, he blew it. Like, I mean, it's one of those times too, where you could tell afterwards he knew how close he came to punching a child <laughs> and like losing his job. Cause he was super chill the next day to me, like almost like too kind, you know, like, hey, how you been? How's your day going, Nick? What are you up to? How's your mom? How's your family? You're like, I don't, why are you being this nice to How's me? your mom? Does she know about what happened yesterday? Yeah, exactly. You didn't bring that up. Did you? That, so why? It was, you know, we were just, we were joking little, with each it was, other. It was a little thing. We just have open conversation, communication here in this classroom. We're just riffing. We were just riffing, right? That was all that was. I didn't almost punch you in the fuck, you piece of shit. You are such a shitty fucking kid. And you need to, oh, <laughs> nope, nope. There it is. There it is again. Nope. Love you. Great. You're awesome. So anyway, probably not the same teacher then. Pro- the teacher who's doing My Neighbor Totoro is not the one who's going to maybe punch a child. And I would have, to be fair though, I would have fucking deserved I know I said something that was one of those things that was like so shitty that I would have deserved it. Not the only time in my life where I made an, an educator want to punch me in the face. <laughs> so the Grinch, let's just move the Grinch on. I think we got to move the Grinch on. It's a classic. It's an American I, classic. I really like Bruce Almighty and I'm very curious about where this idea of this like animosity about Bruce Almighty comes from. So please, anyone who, who's listening, hit us up on Twitter at friendly Compod, hit us up on facebook hit you know t- comment on this episode am i like do we hate bruce almighty and and if so 
why it feels <laughs> like overall it's like a it's a movie that's I think it's so it's such a vanilla kind of movie. Like, yeah, there's not nothing, like, no spice to it at all. It's not like Jim Carrey says the N word in it. And we're all like, whoa, we forgot that he did that. It's not like that. So I don't I'm trying to figure out where in your mind or where you think or what the hey, general world where like what parts are we like? That's pretty. That's not good. I just got my finger on the pop culture pulse, as we know about me, that I'm really tuned into pop culture. And that's just what's going on out there. So the Grinch, moving on to the next round. All right. Where it will go up against either the five seed liar, liar, or the 12 seed eternal sunshine of spotless mind. Cody, this isn't fair. I know. Liar, liar is like one of your favorite films. You've said that before. I did. And, And it, because I think it, to me, you know, we, we talked about Ace Ventura in the last, in the last season where, that was like the beginning of it all, right? That's the distillation, or that's the first time that we see Jim Carrey and we know what he can do. Mm-hmm. Liar Liar is taking all of what he can do and distilling it and making it, but also actually putting it in a good movie, I think. Like giving actually him a cre- reason to do it, yeah. Creating a good story, a good structure for him to be this wild and zany character, right? You make you force him to be a normal ace venture is a caricature right so everything he does is going to be weird in liar liar he is just a lawyer he's supposed to be yeah. a kind of normal lawyer who then gets obviously cursed yeah love a curse on this show we're big fans of witches curses yep big fan well, big fan of witches curses now because of that constraint yeah it becomes crazy and zany through that i just oh it's so good it's also got a, he- i should i'll say my biases here right now it's got it's got a shitty dad energy and dad coming and becoming a better dad. Love that. Nick loves that. He wants love that, that fantasy universe. <laughs> Man, I love my dad. My dad's a great dad. But this like came out right when my parents got divorced. So it's it, it got me there. It, it was it, it it got me on those on those Here's notes. The issue though, Nick. Anyone who's ever listened to a My Chemical Romance album at one point had Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind as their favorite movie. That's just Smart how it is. Too. You had, you had to. to. I. This is so, every emo kid. If you would consider yourself emo or a scene kid for even a second, you watch this movie and you love this movie. It's one of the very few, I feel like, merch items that was carried for a movie that would have been carried at the Hot Topic outside of like The night, the Nightmare Before Christmas, Boondock mm-hmm. Saints, Eternal Edward Sunshine. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Tim Burton. Okay. Tim Burton aside. Tim, <laughs> Tim Burton and then Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Yeah. It has, because it's, I mean, it is. Fucking emo. It's got hot topic energy all over it. It was well, perfect. It's this. Well, because right. For those of you that don't remember the, the whole conceit and this might probably spoilers, but like it's it, the whole, OK, there's got to be at least a 20 year spoiler. Like we're out of the spoiler zone, right? I mean, we are. There's no <laughs> I'm I'm kind of actually like a spoilers don't actually really impact too much of how you'll end up enjoying it. But anyway, at the end of the day, the movie is about a guy who discovers that after a breakup, he can't, there's a service that's provided where they will erase the memory of that person from your life. So that way, as you, you know, you're dealing with all this, you don't have to deal with the heartbreak, right? You don't have yeah. to be devastated anymore. You can go and get your mind erased. Spoilers though, these two people keep fucking coming back together. Yep. And he keeps having to get his mind erased because of it. And I, I mean, who? Do, but that's a terrible idea, by the way. Once again, I want to, unless like, unless you're in a situation where maybe there was like super bad domestic issues, I'm a big believer in like, no matter what, there's no time wasted if you were in love with that person and it just didn't work out, you know, yeah. that's going to be life and that's going to happen. Learn you know, you're going to change over time. 
you shouldn't want to forget that person. You grew with that person, but don't tell that to a, like an 18 year old scene kid. That's the dream. Oh my <laughs> God. When I got my heart broken at 18, I would have given anything to forget her. I would have done everything to never have to remember like her smile and the way she made me felt. And like, I was like, please fucking tear this. I'm, I'm so damaged. Get this out of my head and my heart. <laughs> I'm listening to Mayday Parade on repeat over here. Somebody fucking help me. <laughs> right. I'm, ha- I'm struggling, folks. I'm struggling <laughs> over here. Okay. And I needed that. I, it would have saved me from embarrassing text messages that I sent. Be, like showing up where she works and being or like, just like his early tw- his early twenties in general would have been very different. Yeah, I oh my gosh, I, I would okay. have died for this as a young adult. It's something that is so. It's funny to me because Jim Carrey's probably in his like mid thirties doing this, but it is a movie strictly for eighteen to twenty two year olds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying now. As like, an adult, as an adult, like a real adult, I I don't think this movie would hit for me. Like I just don't. I'd be, I'd watch it. Just grow up, bro. Like you know. Get over it. Don't you have a job? Like, go to work. <laughs> Gotta move on, bro. Yeah, bro. I, I, and it is one of those things, too, where, I mean, you just kind of are like, I mean, I, I well, here, I don't want to degrade the movie. The movie is a fantastic movie. No, like, it's it still is good. A, it's still good. Yeah, It absolutely. is a wonderful, and it's also, too, I mean, when we look at the Jim Carrey verse and, like, where this, the problem that I'm having with this bracket, Cody, this, to me, in my memory of it, once again, we only come in with the knowledge that we have. But this is maybe outside of the Man on the Moon, which is another another one of his more serious roles. And we'll talk about that later on. This is like where we got to finally have that moment to be like, oh, Jim Carrey can do more. Yeah, Look at this. open like, up the world for him. Yeah, he this is, can this do is a dramatic, great, independent movie. And he crushes it. He's so good in it. So I'm like, is that more important than maybe one of like, once again, I think Liar Liar is one of the, is truly maybe one of the best comedies, certainly from the 90s. But I think overall- a, I think it's probably a perfect movie, but is that, am I, is that just me? Right. No, like I don't actually, I'm leaning towards liar liar right now. I think eternal sunshine of the spotless mind came in and hit when I needed it too. And I loved it for that, but it doesn't have the staying power that liar liar has. I think I would rather go watch liar liar again right now. You and think I, we're going to have to watch these movies. We do our research. We do our research. Yeah. And I know. And when I'm with you here, I'm just worried that this is us. Maybe Cody, have we, Follow me on okay. Have we eternal sunshine of a spotless mind ourselves from eternal sunshine of a spotless mind? And thusly, we've kind of erased the film because of how much pain it brought up for us when we watched it when we were younger. Okay. But we so do we running- need to, in fact, watch it? Are we scared to watch it because of all the pain it will bring up? Thankfully, though, now I'm with my wife, so I don't feel like I'm going to text my 18-year-old high school ex. I don't think so. Probably not. But we I should mean, maybe keep my phone away. The fact that you still have that number on your screen. I don't. I super don't. I, I super, super don't. Just don't. to be very clear. I don't want people to be like, dude, he's a bad husband. Like, I don't know. I don't he's know where this person is. This. I haven't. I have not talked to that person since I was 18 years old. So, but it's like, but that heartbreak don't go nowhere. That was a rough six weeks for him. <laughs> no, no, no. We dated for six weeks. It's a rough six months afterwards. <laughs> Fucking the scene, dating on the emo scene was wild, guys. Ooh, it hurts. It, it burns. Um, <laughs> no, I think I'm worried rough. that we're. I'm worried that we're underselling how important internal. But then again, though, does it's not like Jim Carrey goes on and does a bunch of like indie com indie movies, right? No, I. This was just I, kind I, of a flex. I like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and at one point in my life, I would have said it was my favorite movie. It's not anymore. I think I want to, I actually, I'll, I'll lock in Eternal Sunshine. You go liar, liar. We'll flip it. Cause I think it deserves this chance in the sun. Yeah. Fine. Of a spotless. Yeah. No, let's just both go liar, liar. Why don't we do that? <laughs>
I mean, yeah, you convinced me that. I love Liar Liar. I think that's what I want to go for. Because I, mean, I would Sunshine, rather. Like, yeah, I would I'm going to go like, Liar Liar. I, I do like Eternal Sunshine Spotless Mind, but I can't I can't stand for it like I would have. If you had came to me 10 years ago, it'd be completely different. Probably wins the bracket. Yeah, but I'm an old, I'm an adult now. I'm happily married. I don't want to erase my memories anymore. I just want to like eat soup. I kind of feel like that's, that's the thing though. I And I don't know if this is maybe just because of where we're at too. Like, I don't really have like the stomach for like big breakup movies anymore. You know, like I'm happily married. Like I don't need to watch people breaking up anymore. Like I'm like, nah, I don't need it. Like yeah, I, don't, man, I, I went through all that stuff. My that energy in my life is gone. I'm like, liking liar liar. Let's go. Yeah, let's just let's do, do it. it. I, I I just want to say I do. I feel like this is very much the same way I would feel about like 500 days. Of, if we did a Joseph Gordon Levitt little JGL bracket. Yeah, exactly. I would feel the same way about like 500 days of summer where I'm like, I fucking loved that movie. But now I'm like, oh, I don't really need it. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't serve its purpose. All right. Liar, liar, moving on. Now we got the Grinch, the just the Grinch versus liar, liar. Once again, Jim Carrey being a character, being chosen to be the character versus Jim Carrey being an actor. Yes. I Well, here's the problem. Jesus, right? Jesus, Jesus is born, usually the problem. I've had, I've, I've, Jesus was born and now we have to celebrate his birthday by watching the Grinch. So I have to watch this movie every year, but correct. it's good enough that I don't mind. Correct. That's, I mean, it's, it's got that going for it. The Grinch has got staying power, longevity. It's iconic. Liar Liar is just a good movie. That's, I mean, that is kind of the thing, right? Like that I, I find interesting about Jim Carrey, kind of the career. And as we're thinking about this, as we're thinking all these movies and stuff and, and what's made it versus like what hasn't, it really does feel like, even though once again, I do think Liar Liar is, I, I, I might just end up watching it just on my own. <laughs> if, if it doesn't go through. Like when you think of Jim Carrey, I would argue this Liar Liar gets kind of buried under all of the other really great and, but also super memeable things, right? We just didn't have internet culture and gifts. So, but when anyone we- bo- Nick, Anyone born before the year 2000 has never seen Liar Liar. Right. It, but it, it, 100%. Everyone, everyone in the United States, I was going to say the planet, but that's probably not true. But everyone in the United States, a lot of people in the Western culture have seen the Grinch. Right. No, and I agree. And I, and it, and the thing is, he does crush it. He's so good. He just like destroys being the Grinch, like in a way that's just like, like I said, it supplants this already. Once again, we had the cartoon. We were all fine. Yeah. No one, we didn't they, know we needed this. And I think what's more impressive is the fact that like he does this and we're like, where'd it go, Jim Carrey? All right, Mike Myers, you're about, the, you're about doing the same thing. Why don't you make Cat in the Hat? That's a horror film. <laughs> that <laughs> Never is- seen it. It is it's terrible. terrible. <laughs> it's so fucking scary. But so like, there's a magic that Jim brought to this that it doesn't become terrifying. Well, to the see only it. reason, the only reason he made it was because he he needed to. He was he was born and put on this planet to do one thing, and I was play the Grinch because no one else could do it. No one can do the stuff with his face that he does. And right. that stuff, it's literally shot for shot the stuff we did in the animated cartoon from the '80s. Right. Yeah. And he's like, the- oh, I can do that. And people are like, no, you can't. And he can, does it, and we're like, "Well, you're the Grinch now." Like, we, I can make we, my smile curl up around itself. It's fucking Here's the wild. thing: I feel like I can see where this is going. The one thing I don't want to watch about the Grinch is any part that he's not in. Yeah, how that's little a fair I will assessment. be, how much I don't need to see Susie Lou Who or whatever the fuck or any of the other Who's because that's you have to remember too. One of the things is you know the cartoon is like maybe thirty minutes max, right? Yeah. So they had to pad this out to make like at least an hour and a half movie, and I feel like there's gonna be some stuff that I forgot that I'm like, I don't have time for this. I don't need this bullshit <laughs> in my I run a business. I don't have yeah. time for this. I, don't, I gotta sit here and watch all this and I don't really give a shit about all the extra stuff in the Grinch. 
I just need Jim Carrey being the Grinch for the, for this hour and a half. I don't now, need yeah, anything Now we're else. at the point where, are we trying to find the, is it best Jim Carrey movie or best Jim Carrey performance? <sighs> isn't that, but isn't that the question? Yeah. Isn't that the question, Cody? Because yes, do you, I, and the Liar is Liar, yes. probably a better movie, but the Grinch is more iconic. No one knows about Liar Liar. Yeah. There's a whole generation that's like, oh, they've never seen that. People listening to our show right now have never seen it. Never seen it. You should. It's very, once again, I think it's very good. Maybe come back to me and tell me if it's very good. I think I got to go with The Grinch, dude. I, yeah, I got to lock it, in The Grinch, too. It, it is timeless and iconic. And it, I think this movie is going to leave, like, a legacy behind it. This is going to be one of those movies people watch forever. Right. I mean, that's just it, right? You're only, the only people that are, like, like you said, born after 2000 that are watching Liar Liars because, like, your parents are showing it to you. Yeah. Everyone will see The Grinch from here to the end of time because it's, once again, it's a Christmas movie. You, It's like, it's always going to come up, regardless. Yeah. So, so we got to yeah. lock in The Grinch. It's got to be it. We have to. We, we do have to. So, and that, so that is it. The Grinch moving on to the final four. Thank you so much for listening, folks. We appreciate you hanging out with us, joining us. So, and if you want to help out Shaboys, a few things that you can do, as always, tell a friend, wherever you're listening to this, just give us those five stars. That would be like, so cool of you. And I, and I know that you can, and I also know that you haven't. So why don't we do it? Huh? Yeah. It's not hard. It's so easy. You just click it. I know, especially on Spotify. That's really where I want to see it. Cause I know, I know that iTunes, you got to not only you have to rate and review. Ugh. You can skip the review. You can just hit rate. Okay. Oh, I thought you had, I thought it was, I thought it kind of asked you to do both. I mean, it asks, but just don't grow okay. up. Either way, Spotify's not asking, so just do it there. Just do it there for us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, but if you it. do it on Apple, if you give us those five stars in Apple and review, we're close to being in the suggested territory. So once be- you like it, then it'll start telling other people like, hey, people like you who are rad will also like this podcast if you haven't heard of. So it'll pop up on their phone and be like, maybe check this out. And that'd, that'd be, be huge. That'd be rad for us. So yeah, we, we would greatly appreciate that if you, if you could do that for us. Yeah, easy to do. And also, if you do that, send us some love on our social medias or on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament and you like to get in line, email us to us at podcast at gmail.com and yours will be just like Teresa's that we're doing right now. She came out of the woodwork with this one. We love it. Yeah, get on that list. Get on the list. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of this stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, and replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. Got a new episode coming out on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.